BMW. The 77%. in West Africa are not very happy with their government's decision that will force them to set their final exams. I think that this year is I think that this year's exam should be postponed. Looking at what happened in 2014, we had mass failure and this year the pandemic is still ongoing. The pandemic is still ongoing. For some parents, schools could be the grounds for new infections. A lot of these kids might be asymptomatic. This can really, really bring us down. It can really, really defeat the purpose for all these uh, uh, fights that a lot more people have put in. There is so much talk of a second wave of infections across the world. In Africa, infection rates have been rising steadily. But West African governments are asking their students to set their finals. Welcome to the 77%, the platform for young Africans to have conversation. On today's show, students from Liberia will be telling us how they feel about returning to school. I'm your host, Michael Oti. Education during COVID-19 has come with a lot of inequalities. Let's head to Zimbabwe where virtual learning is a privilege that many students don't have. Here is a report by Privilege Mushanyiri. When so they are related to water, what we get? Post your answer to the group, I want to see them. When so they are related to water, what do we get? An online chemistry class is in progress. There are two students in the room at this house in Western Harare, but ironically, one can only go online for tutorship. The number of the group is the number of electrons in the outer shell. One of the two siblings is a learner at a government public school that cannot offer virtual learning. She's not alone, but the majority of almost 5 million students in the country who are out of school because of COVID-19. Ten-year-old Salome Kavumbura is miserable and misses school. I feel very depressed that I'm not having online lessons like my sister because whilst she is doing lessons, I'm not doing anything. The, te- the parents are just sending work, but the teacher is not saying anything. And I'm not really doing it, and I miss school. COVID-19 caught learning institutions unprepared. Parents are now under pressure to make sure their children continue with some form of learning at home. Tashinga Kavumbura, the father of Salome, expresses his fears about what the future holds if schools remain closed. It's a worrisome situation. This is mid-year. Very soon the year will be coming to an end. You don't know if next year the child who's not learning is going to progress to the next grade or they'll have to repeat the current grade that they're in because they've not been learning. We don't know what the future holds for for our children. 
The Zimbabwe government announced the reopening of schools in phases starting with the 2020 exam classes from mid-June. Some students, especially early childhood learners and lower grades, will only be able to go back to school in August or beyond under the phased approach. Teacher unions are opposing the reopening of schools without proper planning and health safety measures. Education experts are now urging governments to adopt non-conventional learning methods and to invest in modern technologies for teaching. Dr. Helen Venganai, a child-sensitive social policies coordinator at the Women's University in Africa, explains. Governments, there's need for, for people to think beyond the ordinary. The conventional ways of learning and teaching they are no longer working. COVID has sort of given us the wake-up call. Governments are not prepared. There's need for more engagement before we rush to open. Zimbabwe has now launched radio tutorials starting with lower grades 1 to 7 as part of some solutions to cater for marginalized students. Rights groups are also pushing the government to expedite licensing of community radios that could cover tertiary institutions in some remote communities. That report was by privilege, Moshaniri. While infections keep rising, many schools, especially in West Africa, are attempting to reopen. In Ghana, journalist and father, Emmanuel Ante, is unhappy about this decision. His daughter has the virus, but is asymptomatic. The moment government announced the reopening of schools, I realized that there was going to be a major problem. You know, a lot of the people are asymptomatic, and that is where the danger lies. People might be having the virus and they will never know, and they will infect others before you get to know. And you know, once students go to school and they are not being tested, it means there is a higher risk of them infecting others. And I don't want my daughter to be infected by someone else. So if I don't want that, then I should I should test her too, if she's got it, so that we treat her before she goes to mingle with her other colleagues. And that was my motivation, because this thing is, is really scary. That is Emmanuel Ante. His daughter has COVID-19, but is asymptomatic. Ghana's government does not require students to find out if they have the virus. And this is causing a lot of unease among parents. Ante again. A lot of these kids might be asymptomatic. A lot more too might be having the underlying conditions which might worsen their cases. This can really, really bring us down. It can really, really defeat the purpose for all these uh, uh, fights that a lot more people have put in. In Liberia, students have a different concern. My colleague Evelyn Pade has been interacting with some of them. The government of Liberia, the Ministry of Education, has announced that Liberian students will this year sit the West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination, WATS, which is the regional examination that secondary students sit in Liberia, we sit 12th graders. And this year's wax exam, there are so many misreactions in the public that Liberian students may not seem prepared to go and sit this examination. There are also debates that Liberian students could, you know, experience what occurred 2014 when over 50% of the students during that Ebola pandemic or outbreak failed the West African examination. Today, 
ahead of this examination, there are young people who have different thoughts about the exam. Some think well, they think they are not fully prepared. Others think well, there are things that the Ministry of Education needs to do before they can sit this exam. There are also others who have the view that school administrations should be able to put a lot of things into place before they can sit the examination. But what are the thoughts of young people in Liberia? I'm here with scores of young people. I have Clara Kenfat. I also have Achiboti and Sonia Tima. These are young people who are here to share their thoughts about this year's examination. Clara, let's begin with you. What are your thoughts about this year's examination given what happened during the Ebola outbreak when there was this mass failure? Well, I think that this year exam should be postponed because looking at what happened in 2014, we had mass failure in this year. The pandemic is still ongoing. So even if students if we go in classes for two weeks or a month, we won't have that system put in place to learn as we used to learn before. What are your thoughts? I think that this West African National Examination Council it should be postponed because we are unprepared for the town sitting at home and not studying at all. They say we should learn by radio, but some of all don't have that time to sit at home and be listening to the radio. When we go to school for that six week or four weeks they are talking about, we will not recover whatsoever thing we are lost. Okay, let me talk to Achi. Achi, you've listened to Clara, you've listened to Sonny. Setting the examination this year, you are a senior student, yes. and then COVID-19 has kept you away from the classroom and talking about going back to class to take this national examination. What's running through your head? As we the 12 years, if we could sit for our words, we will get a lot of difficulty to go through the words because we are sit down for a lot of time. And other students are not paying attention to the lesson. Other students went out, out of their community, for some of us, we are self-supported. We go on the field to earn our living. Really, we are not paying attention to our lesson and the government of Liberia says we should learn by radio and we don't have that time to learn, to learn by radio. So we are appealing the government of Liberia or to the ministry to postpone our words. So everyone is saying postpone. Everyone is saying postpone. Now, the next question I will ask, uh, we've been joined by Best Gunter. We want to hear from Best. Maybe he may have a contrary view about this year's examination. What are your thoughts? The examination. First, I'm Best Antonio Gunter, student of UMU. For the examination this year, I think it is welcoming in this time. Because one thing, you cannot deprive the student from taking the exam. I'm sure that the students been doing their home study. I'm sure. And in order to... But you've listened to them. They say a lot of them are not doing home studies. And, you know, the kind of impact you get when you are in a classroom, the teacher interacting with you, especially given the crucial nature of the West African examination, it requires time. So students are saying they don't think they are prepared. Well, this is Evelyn, naturally, if you see such, then it baffles me. Because for students or students as a whole, they are to study. They are to be studious. They are to play with their books. And one thing, you learn in class and you also learn at home. You learn by yourself. So not everything you learn in class, whatever you learn can be on your own will. So the teacher will not teach you all. You have books home. You can do your reading. So I'm sure the students are prepared. If I was in that, in that, in that level, even that for us now in high institution, we're still reading. We're sitting home still doing our reading because we want to be prepared. We want to be prepared for the nearest future. We can't be waiting 
and uh, because of this who know when will this COVID-19 end so are we going to be holding the exam until until that would be a serious delay so i really don't see that i think we should must we must progress we must progress must we must the, study the students should take the test yeah and take the test mm. people say the government education by radio program is not effective what are your observations they say well, the government said they want to prepare students for this exam so they're doing teaching by radio do you think it's making the kind of impact to prepare the students for the exam the teaching by radio is actually very very much important and i'm sure that the ministry of education is doing their best but because students is it trickling down to the students yeah you know one thing the master of students these days you know have been transformed every time i, I see students and you know, all high school students with that piece in their ear with a little phone and listening by radio and you know, they listen to to the program and or sometimes when I told my community at that particular hour, let me see, like, you have True FM, you have Cool FM, and you have the state radio that, that played this thing, uh, that, that, that program. So every time by evening hours, sometimes morning, I see students glued by the radio. And you know, in my community, when I take a tour, even myself, I, I follow the program too as well. As I said, as students, I always to be studious. So the student needs to press forward, learning in the classroom and out of the classroom. Clara, let me put this question. Do you think the government teaching by radio program according to them, to prepare students for this examination is really effective? For me, I think that it's not. Seeing that most of our parents in Africa, especially Liberia, are not literate. So they won't understand the fact that their child has to do a work at a particular time, and then they'll say, Mommy, I want to listen to the radio. They'll be like, what's going on in the radio? Because they are not understanding what the child or the student is listening to. And they want you to do the work that they ask you to do before sitting there. So at that time, sitting at home, I think it's difficult for the student. Even, even though it's true that students are to be studious, but you won't get as much as you can learn from school. Because if you read alone, you have someone to help you understand what you are reading. Quite at times, we need people to ask questions. And most often those questions were answered at schools because most of our parents are not literate. Okay, let's close it up quickly. What would be your recommendations finally as we close this debate? What would be your recommendation? Let me start with Sonny Tima. Oh, my recommendation for this issue is that the government labor should work hard along with the Ministry of Education in order to settle this matter. That is Evelyn Fade speaking to some Liberian students about their final exams. African Every time I look into your eyes, the beauty of beauty make me shine. But no one Latin, no baby. Oh, you're only money, oh, baby. I go love you past my mama, past my baba. I go love you past my uncle, past my sister, oh.
most of the students say the radio lessons that many governments are implementing has not worked. School administrator for the Capenum Baptist School, Matthew White, thinks that students should be given more time to rehearse. Opening this would give them two or three months to rehearse. They should give students two or three months to prepare. For me, August is very short, so I feel that in order for the students to do excellent work, they should defer the finals for another three months. The students have been home for long, so they may have forgotten all they learned. This is what I think they should do. They need to be rehearsed. This is what I thought they should do. For many of the people in Liberia, all of this sounds very, very familiar. During the Ebola crisis in 2014, students were compelled to sit their exams, and more than half of the students failed. And White fears that this will be a repeat. There may be much further than before. There will be mass failure because this virus came abruptly. We had only finished the third session before COVID-19 came. I think that there might be mass failure. In order for that not to happen, the exams should be deferred so that students can prepare. Otherwise, there might be mass failure, just like the Ebola year. That is Matthew White, a school administrator in Monrovia, who disagrees with government's decision to reopen schools. Now, in Senegal, the restart of schools has been postponed after several teachers tested positive for COVID-19. So indeed, there is a genuine fear. But in places like Ghana and Liberia, where students nor teachers are required to test before they return to the classroom, Emmanuel Ante, whose daughter has COVID-19, thinks the stakes are too high. I am not saying the kids should be left in a limbo. And I'm not saying that schools should not reopen. But I think the timing is not right at all. The timing is very wrong. It is not prudent. We can always postpone an exam. But can you bring back a life? Can you bring back a life? If the person dies, we cannot risk the lives of our kids all in the name of education. That's all we have time for on this week's 77% show. You can listen to this show and previous editions by visiting dw.com forward slash Africa. For more content on the 77%, check out our YouTube videos on DW Africa 77%. And if you are listening to this show, go onto our Facebook page and tell me how students in your country feel about returning to their classroom. I know how things have changed for you. Thank you for listening. Until next time, stay safe. I am Mike Lutin. It's a number. Springtime turns to summer. With or without you.